0: show may contain naughty language and explicit content, you have been warned.
1: Welcome to Facehammer, an Age of Sigmar podcast, bringing you product reviews, news from the UK tournament scene, as well as some pro hobby tips. So stay tuned and get ready for some Hammer to your face. Welcome to Face Hammer episode 33. It's me, Russ the Face. I'm joined by Byron in the Masters Ord, Terry in the Masters Pike, and Les, not good enough, Martin. <laughs> How are you guys doing?
0: I'm
1: <laughs> out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> you'll well, be an I just yeah, said. Yeah, Maybe you'll be in next year though. So. That's his yeah. New Year's resolution.
2: I was in until the last fucking two events. <laughs> you're not in until the cut off date, is it? So, you know. Yeah. I'd like floating around 14th all year. Well, there's the float of Martin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a shame. I wish you were there. But then, yeah, yeah,
3: it is a shame. As the list come
1: out, probably you're. I, I'm not sure you're not, not, not
3: there. Lists. Yeah, I'm not bothered. I quite enjoy not being there, to be honest. I'd like to have gone to Warhammer World and hung out with Martin Moran, and that bit a bit. Of it.
2: Yeah, all right. Well. All right, That's we've only man. not been speaking to him for a few hours. You're <laughs> yeah. missing him already. I haven't spoken to him in a week. Well, uh, we should have been, we've been being
3: nice. Shouldn't have real life stuff, should we? No, no. It'd be like us,
1: <laughs> nerds. Um, anyway, this show we're going to talk about the Masters, um, which is next weekend, isn't it? Yeah. It is. So. Yeah. so um, this is in the UK. Blah blah. We we don't care. If you don't know, you can go look it up. There'll be a link um, in
2: the thing. Go and have a look at the pack, and you know <laughs> there is no the There's no. There's no like. Is there a pack out for everyone to look at?
1: Yeah, some there secret, is. Yeah, isn't it? Some on
2: oh, right, on okay. TGA and it's on somewhere else. I think. So basically, they take your rank. You get
1: points for events, don't you? And they take your four best scores. Yep. And they put you in a little chart, which tells you how good you are. Apparently. It's like bullshit, really. But there you go.
2: Yeah.
0: No, it's bullshit because I am in the Masters <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm number
1: one. <laughs> yeah, that is bullshit. <laughs> so, um, from the the group of entrants,
2: um, should we just talk through them, or should we? Should, should we do, do our list first, and then and then talk about everyone else's? Yeah, you're but fine. I don't know if we just wanted to run
1: down the players that are in. Yeah, go
2: for
1: it. Oh yeah, well. just re- read out who's in then? Go on then, Les. Let's, let's go
3: through them.
0: Les, if you read them each out, Russ, I'd like, hard one, hard. I'd like you to do a one-sentence description of each as led reads okay, the so name out, please.
3: you read them out, I'll do a one-sentence description of each one. Oh, oh no, because you're going to get to do something about me. Exactly. Yep. I'm not Go. in Amos, so I've got to do the... the like, you, no, know. you
1: read them out, I'll do the line. No, no, fuck no. off. Because <laughs> right.
2: I'm
3: not in the Masters, am I? I know so what you're going to
2: say. You're not original. To everyone's perception this way. You're not original. I know what you're going to say. What? Do you, do you want me to read them out, Les? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hang different. on,
1: whoa, 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 Whose show is this? <laughs>
2: <laughs> everyone's. Go on, man. your
1: name in the title. Give him his moment. I'll tell right. okay. you,
2: read them out. So we'll start with in number 16 on the qualifying spot. Kieran Harper. Um, Chump. Martin Moran. Good
3: bloke. Irish. Byron Ord. (laughs) Deathfish. Rob Perrin. Ooh, Tomb King Wanker. Rob Sedgman. (laughs) (laughs) Bonesplit Wanker. (laughs) Luke McHugh. Demon Wanker. This is just going to be what 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 army they use
1: (laughs) and Wanker at the end. Death wank sounds dodgy. I
3: said death Tony, Tony Moore? Tony, oh, Tony Moore. Tony's a good bloke. He's the gaffer, any? So I've got to be nice to Tony just in case I want to get into the Six Nations. Zephyr uh, Zephyl- <laughs> Zephyl-
1: Zephyl- Nectar?
2: That would have been your one word for him. Uh, Zephyl- Dan Ford? Dan Ford. Um... <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's good enough. Just Zephyl- a long Wanker.
3: silence <laughs> while he describes a rule to you. Original Team King Wanker.
0: Original Team King Wanker.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh Ricky May. Paint your Sub- army. Submit his list on time. He actually got a list in on time. Well done, Ricky yeah. May. Well done. Submitted his list on time? That was that was a shocker. I think we were all taken back by that one. Yeah, <laughs> well, I believe he's borrowing models for this one, isn't he? So Oh. Oh. Right. Uh, uh Pano? Pano,
3: Mighty Lord of Corn.
2: I hope Pano wins. That's what yeah, mine would've m- been. I'd love I'd love, I'd Pano, love
3: Pano to win Masters. Oh that'd be amazing. Um Darren Palmer beat me last time I played him. So I'll get to beat him next time, like the way it continues.
2: Okay, Matt Wildman What's he taking?
3: Goblins, isn't he? Hello the Goblin filth I think you mean Moon Clan Grotts. Moon, moon Clan, Clan grots. Grots. yeah. Can't take the Moon can't, can't take the great moon formation anymore. Play Fanatics correctly. He's got an alt war
1: boss on the waven. Has he? Yeah. We'll
2: get Yeah, which is just around a hundred grots and ten Fanatics. It's a bit, you know I I thought Wildman would have took Kings but never. Yeah, I don't know. Um Mark hey, Waldman. Well, Should have took Toon Kings. Next. Jeff Armstrong. <laughs> the Master, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Current yeah. Master, yeah. Current Master, yeah. And third place, Russ the Face Veal Wanker. Next. <laughs> ben <laughs> Johnson. Johnson. New silverne Wanker. Oh. And uh yeah, me up in number one.
3: We're a fan <laughs> of the show, so I won't say anything. Um Sex Leopard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Similar so that one.
1: Everyone's a Wanker.
3: Yeah. I think that's Somebody. true.
1: Sometimes.
3: I'm a fish. I'm a fish. No, no, not everyone's yeah. a man. Yeah, the only reason I've said that is because they, they all know, take a joke, don't they? So they all won't. Apart me. you, you so are.
2: It's the
3: internet. I, said, I, don't know. I know everyone in the Masters. They'd be fine, wouldn't they? Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah.
3: Special shout out to Chris Tomlin. Yeah. 17th. Yeah.
2: When Sorry, I'm 17th.
3: Uh, I'm 21st, aren't I?
1: Nope. 23rd, mate.
3: Oh, Really? Mm-hmm. Painful I don't know if that's
1: on Masters modes next year, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Do you know if you put it in Masters mode? Guess who's number one at the moment? Terry. No, Matt Who? Leons.
2: Is that for the? Because um... there's only
1: been one tournament. <laughs>
2: yeah, because he won the <laughs> the one the other day, didn't he? Yeah,
3: that one day that was... of
2: practice thing. Yeah.
3: Didn't he did the the it's one? he in... eighty points out of that.
2: No, it was a two day one. Oh, it wasn't. It? A... Oh, yeah, well. it, was the, it was the Santa one. Cardiff. Oh, Age of Santa, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Paddy's event. There's only like 19 people, I guess. I don't know, two day, five games, that's a lot of points. Yeah, there's only 19 people
1: on the yeah. rankings with a result from that event. Oh, well. Still yeah. worth it's, a bit, uh, though. Do you know what's really bad? His misses is higher than all of us in the rankings for Masters mode. Jenny Lyons Le- at 18.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but none of us are even on it. I
1: know, that's what I mean.
2: Oh, well. That's amazing. Mind. I love that. <laughs> that's tickled me. So, Where do you want to start, then, with with lists? Well, I go through you your list. Taking what and why. Yeah? Yeah. Not... yeah. All right, who, who wants to be the the first victim? Did I you... think she talked to the hypocrite. Yeah, let's start you with that. Go with Terry, go first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'll go it? last. You want to go last? Yeah. Okay. I'll go first then. Surprise, surprise! I'm taking demons, chaos, skaven. It's not demons, it's chaos. chaos alliance. So I'm taking a vermin lord deceiver with why cunning you deceiver. The deceiver. Well, I'll tell you what I've got, and then I'll tell you why I've taken. Okay. Taking him. So I've got the deceiver with the cunning deceiver trait, and then I've got the um, rune chaos um, blade on him for an extra attack. So he's got six of his with his stiletto. Cool.
3: Um,
2: I've got the changeling. I've got Sal, the faithless. Cause he's an auto pick in a chaos list. Apparently these days, um, no. two units of 10 clam rats, one unit of 30 plague bearers, my three battle lines, um, six dorm fiends and wartfire projectors and two plague claw catapults. So, no, so Kairos. no Kairos because he's had his day. I moved on. We had a good time, but that's it for him now. Um, the Deceiver, for an extra 20 points, I think is just so much more... You get a lot more out of him. Okay, you can't control the turn roll, but I just think having something that's that can reach out and teleport across the board at any point and go and kill scoring units is just more, it's just more powerful. I mean, Kairos has slowly been nerfed down anyway with the removal of the rule of one because his spell duplicating thing was amazing before where he could like double gateway and losing that was just, I don't know that was, that sort of to me made him a lot less viable, but I still tried to, you know, take him along anyway, because I think his, his dice roll for the turn thing is still pretty, it's pretty strong, but I've just decided to, to just sort of forgo that. And, and if I always have him in my list, I kind of always have to sort of build around the double turn thing. So what I've done is I've taken away that and now I can take sort of more, you know, constructive lists.
3: Yeah. Um, I so do dropped think out the receiver g- will
2: be good in the new escalation as well. Yes. Because obviously with monsters, you have to start in the corner of the board, which is also why the grand clean one's been bumped out of the list because he's move five. He starts in the corner of the board It's turn four before he's even probably impacted the game. Yeah. Because if you run him a couple of turns, you've only got to roll a couple of 1s and 2s, and you just go nowhere. You know, you're know, you going to go a maximum of maybe 20 inches in 4 turns, and that that doesn't even get you into their path of the board. Because you've got to set up 24 inches away from their territory, yes yeah. monsters and war machines. So if you roll average on your run rolls, by turn 4, you're in the middle of the board, so you've had no impact on the game at all. Because the objectives, obviously, are just too far away. Do you think thinking
0: about the the one scenario, do you think that's thinking about the one scenario too much? Or would it be close enough?
2: I've I've taken the Gretchen Clean one for this last year because he always got me painting points. He was always a centrepiece, a conversion, a big thing in the list that always got me the painting points I needed where they were needed. And it was always just... I painted him. I put so much effort into him. I kind of just wanted to use it all the time. Makes sense. But it's just not very good. Like, at Blood and Glory, he was an absolute boss. But he just rolled really well in every single game. And, you know, everything just went in that way. It's never normally like that. On average, it's pretty, you know, it's just nothing special. So, I swapped him out as well, which obviously freed up more points. I put the Changeling in instead because it's amazing in the hero Three uh, places, uh, places of power, because one of those places belongs to him. Do you want to explain why, Terry? Because it's been ruled, and and at the Heat 1 as well, that he can set up on an objective, not be targeted, so he counts as like as if he's part of the enemy's force, but he still scores points for you because so, yeah,
1: it's wording isn't it because it doesn't yeah it says other units treat it
2: like but it doesn't
1: say because it's, it's saying that other units it means that for the scoring that's the scenario not a unit i guess so
2: yeah so he can sit on the objective quite happily and score before a hero can probably get in range to either reveal him or challenge him for the scoring if that Thing. and by that time you could have probably just bundled a load of chaff around him so no one can ever get close enough to reveal him so they can't target him which means you It'll secure an objective for an entire game and there's not a lot they can do about it. The only thing you can do is if you get they don't get the first
1: battle round you can move a hero onto the one he stood next to and you claim it and yeah. then the changeling, because you, you have to do it at the end of your move and you haven't moved yet when you set up so if someone else claims objectively stood by, he can't claim it, and then he's going to have to walk across to the other one. And you can't or leave it there
3: because
2: you... he's going to be in range, right? Mm. Yeah, or you just kill what's on it. Yeah, but you, you it's still like... Uh, That's
3: you know. still not a foregone conclusion, though, is it? It's still quite, you know, it's, defi- it's a definite tactic to use. And, well, he's, and
2: he's a strong. pain in the ass as well with his movement thing as well, because yes. obviously... In that scenario, where monsters move really slow anyway, you could actually just set him up in your opponent's corner against, say, someone with a zombie dragon and go, Your half-move. So what, they move 14? 12. So so at best, even if you roll a 6 on your run roll, you're moving 10, which is not very good. No. So you basically pin someone's unit into the corner of the board and stop it going anywhere. So someone with a stone horn that's got a set up in the corner, that's going nowhere. How many points is the changeling? 140. Yeah, it's
0: a lot of utility out of one model for scenario yeah. play, isn't it?
2: But yeah, for, for scenario play, he's like a little a cheeky little piece. And it's, Obviously, you've got an Archeon at the event as well, and they still haven't made a ruling on it yet, whether or not you can use Archeon's sword to kill him, but, you know, we'll see what happens with that, because that's also another one <laughs> where the changeling... Think- He's can wield really the Slayer, especially
1: yeah. like, even like if you play against Nagash, you can take his hand of dust spell and try and like instant kill Nagash, stuff like that. So One
2: yeah, with his damage six. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call as well. Nice a uh, there, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. So there is there is plenty of scope for him to do really annoying things, um, and it's worth it. And he's a hero. And he's a wizard. He can copy other people's spells. You know, He's, he's, he's a great little package. Um, Sile, because it's Sile. He makes everything great, you know, in scoring. When he, well, the fly ability. So, with the uh, 30 Plague Bearers, giving them 18-inch move and fly means you fly across to an objective, and then that's your objective. Because shifting them off of it is going to take quite a long time. So, it gives you... Yeah, you know, doing doing things like that gives you a long a long tar pit, which is normally move four, which suddenly is really quick. So you can go and block up something the other side of the board quite quickly. Is this
0: the first time you've taken the play bows as a thirty for a while?
2: Um, I took them to as a thirty to clash because they took two units of thirty. But yeah, having them as a thirty is so strong because they retain the minus two to hit from shooting, and obviously they gain minus one to hit in combat as well for being a large unit. Um, and then, if you mystic shield them as well they're they're just again a pain in the ass um you could like put the changeling on an objective to score it and then just wrap them with plague bearers um you know you'd have to play out that for a few turns to get into that position, but once you're there that that changeling's not really gonna stop scoring Because um, it's gonna take you too long to get through the plague bearers um obviously with the minus one to hit normally as well, it stops retributors triggering on there, sixes to hit and obviously it shuts off other abilities, but that's, you know, a prime example there. Um, then I've got the six Dawn fiends of water fire projectors because they combo nicely with the, uh, with for as well, as you called it last time, Ras launch fiends. Yeah. Um, so obviously there's, there's enough to, you know, shoot mm-hmm. out of these, I think the, the Terry Pike TM build. Yeah. Um, yeah, which someone else has taken, which we can get onto later on. um, so, what was the last thing? The two Plague Claws. So, as much as I love Warp Lightning Cannons, and I said I'd probably never go back to Plague Claws again, unfortunately, Escalation has made them not very good for that one scenario. And with the... just, You need longer range now. We've already got more wind output in
1: the Storm themes. I've got them in the Storm So themes. you need yeah. stuff to get rid of big Chaff units, which is chaff, what they're better long range. at. There's so.
2: um, so
0: also Moot Grots being around um lots of bodies on the table there are a lot of things that struggle to just do enough wounds so
2: well one plague claw should on a decent roll kill 20 goblins in one shot so because it does 2d6 damage and then with the battle shock as well if you, if you hit a unit of 20 and you know you oh, well, sorry a pair of them you should kill the two as long as you kill like 10 or more models the battle shock should kill the rest so um that should be uh they should be able to clear off the units. And they're good for killing single target as well, because um, they are still Ren 2 D6 damage normally, so you can pop off heroes with them. Um, or Thunder Tusks, you know, something else to deal with them at long range. Um, but it would have been nice to keep the Warp Lightning Cannons, but it, just that extra 7-inch range, I think will make the difference for other people who don't quite have the long range. So it's, it
0: sounds like Escalation changing has actually changed your list
2: yeah. Quite considerably.
0: Little, 600 yeah. points of difference that you've made. Um,
2: that. The Deceiver, 320, the Changeling, and then the, the Plague Claws and the Warp Lightnings are a direct swap. So it's, it was mostly the um, the heroes that got swapped around, and then obviously the three tens of Plague Bearers got merged into one, then two little units of clam rats got pulled in. Um, again, that gives me more little Chaff Lines and two more little Scoring Units. So they're, they're not the best, but... You kind of if they're sat at the back of the board and just nip onto an objective's, you know, sort of turn four or five, it means they have to deal with them at some point. They're you good know? for like border wars, one well, aren't they? For guarding your home base, you've got like what fifty models there. If you've got your plague bearers and you, your... yeah, I think thirty plague bearers on your own objective's pretty solid. Yeah, um, and then you go stick six storm fiends on the other one. Um, that's usually quite threatening. No one really wants to walk into six Warpfire storm fiends. <laughs> But there are plenty of things there that can deal with them, so, you know, I'll have to see how they play out. Um, but otherwise, that's... Yeah, I swapped, swapped some bits in and out. And um, I think it's a better list. The loss of Kairos with the term roll is a bit of a shame, but I think overall the list is just better because the Deceiver brings me something else as well. I think it's good not to rely on that kind of thing as well. Yeah, because it does make you play, you know, play badly in that you always sort of play recklessly knowing that you can seize that double turn. But as I found out at the last heat, you know, there is that one in 36 or whatever combination where they roll a six and you roll a one and it doesn't work. Yeah. So if you just play better all the time and know that if you don't get that double turn, it's not the end of the world, but if you do get it, you know, you're on for a solid possible win there. I think it's just better to not rely on it. It'd be nice to use it for other things because that, you know, dangerous terrain, making someone roll a, a one on deadly, running through something and killing, like a, you know, a stone horn, would be amazing. But you know, just there's other ways to deal with them. So, but otherwise, yes, yeah, and the list should look quite cool now as well with the added two little units of rats in there because I've actually put a bit too much effort in the paint and them. They're not, they're not painted to be chaff. That's for sure. They're looking pretty. Looking pretty tidy, so. are oh, lovely models, aren't they? Really, really. Nice. And they're amazing. Like I've never, never really appreciated how good the Island of Blood Clan, uh Island of Blood Clan rats were until I painted these. Each little rat is like a little hero. They've just got plenty of character. So yeah, they're cool models. No, they're good. But otherwise, yeah, that's 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 the list. Cool. Cool.
0: Okay, so I am taking a very similar list to my Blood and Glory list, which is a Vampire Lord on Zombie Dragon with the curse book and ruler of the night for hit me less survive me more um vampire lord on Abyssal terror that is the only thing that's been added in so I've got him in in place of the Gawking on foot because he does nothing ever uh, in the way that I play the list uh, he's there because he's a pretty model but I'm gonna be using him as a zombie champion I think because he's a bit of a he's a bit of a, a mishmash anyway um that is gonna give me some options that I've never had before now I'd I'm not taking this list because I'm going to the Masters and I think it's the best list. I'm taking this list because this is the list that I think I want to play throughout the year, um, or at least for a significant proportion of it, and I had a lot of fun. Um, So what the Abyssal Terror dude adds is that I can double the move of something with a spell, which is cast on a 5+. And he is a little bit more fighty than the the Ghoul King was, so for the character who's probably going to be sitting back slightly more, he will... Be a bit more of a deterrent, or give me some more flexible options, rather than just this crappy guy running around on foot with knacks that is barely better than skeletons in combat. Um, so he should be he should be pretty uh, pretty exciting. He's also faster than the Gull King if it comes to it, and has more wounds. And because he doesn't atrophy, his monster doesn't get worse. He's the same damage when he's on one wound as he is when he's on four wounds. Um, then I've got. Tunits of Skeleton Warriors.
1: Is he a monster, now, the Vampire Lord and Abyssal Terror? Has he got the uh, monster keyword?
0: That is a good question. So, I don't think he does, does he? Someone check up. Um, so after that I got Tunits of Skeleton Warriors, a unit of zombies. Um, just, they're caused. The zombies, I, if I wasn't tight for points, I'd still be using them because I like the models that I've used. Uh I do think skeletons are way better and on the skeletons with spears, even though there's only ten of them, it, it just seems to come into things more than I would have initially thought. Um so they work pretty well like that. Then I've got the like kind of the, the headline damage pieces of the list, which sounds a bit weird when it's led by a zombie dragon, but uh it's the Morgast Archai, four of them. And they are there because they're reliable. They don't do d something damage. When a damage gets through, it does three damage per, and they got two Rend, and they got two-inch reach, and they got a five-up save against Mortal Wounds, and they, they're just all-round. They they do what they do very nicely. Um, they, they're they a lot worse than the Wood Elf equivalent, as far as what you pay points-wise. enough <laughs> it's bit, think, yeah. yeah, it's horrific how, how different they are points-wise, but I like them. I think they're really tasty and I like the models and they add a nice mid tier of hype to things. And then to round it out, I've got a Morngull. Just being a Morngull. Only the one. Um not running not running two as we'll come to you later. But uh he is there to do five thousand different tasks that he does very well. So anchor a flank, um, attract more attention than he deserves and hopefully go down slowly. Uh be resilient, be flexible help all of my other stuff survive better, which, especially with Rule of the Night, uh, the list should kind of do if I can bubble. And finally, I've got a 240-point summoning pool, which, generally speaking, is going to be two more Ghast Harbingers in a lot of situations, just because they allow me to they allow me to land stuff in my opponent's face really, really fast, Um, or shoot things out to get stuff that I can't reach, because the army plays in a blob. So having the flexibility to drop something, which is fairly reliably going to get in on a charge, doesn't always, and you really suffer when it doesn't, because they tend to just be shot to death when they fail charges, which is a bit awful. Um, They can go off and hunt that unit of crap that is on an objective, or that hero who's uh, mid-tier who's on an objective. Uh, They're fairly survivable themselves, Or I can just have 240 points to summon various things. So one of the things I'm doing to prepare for the event is I'm painting up some cheap heroes that I can summon just because it's one of the list's obvious weaknesses. It's only got two. So uh, in the scenario, is it three places of power? Yeah. Yeah, in three places of power, the list suffers if you can't kill your opponent stuff. Like if you face any of the lists out there that run multiple heroes or a couple of extremely survivable ones. Uh, So Stonehorns are an issue. Um, and Just getting to drop something on those first, which is ideally ethereal, so might survive more than a round, um, or will survive longer with help, I think would be quite nice. Also, I like the models and I wanted to to have the option to run them in the future, so that is my list. Um, I didn't take it, like I said, because I think it's the best list I could take to the Masters, but it is the list that I want to be playing in the next few events, so there's not a single opportunity as good of this to, to damage test something out. Um, I'm under no illusions that it's going to go in and, and ruffle stump things against such a hard field, but I will definitely get to find its limitations pretty well, I think.
3: Well, you get some really, really good practice games in, don't you? I mean, it's not very often you're going to get to play the top 16 players in the, you know, the country.
0: Yeah, exactly. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I do think it is, the list is definitely below par and we'll see that when we come to listing the other lists from the Masters. But uh, I will, uh, yeah, I'll get to test it against, there's a, a decent selection of horrific, horrific filth coming to the Masters. So I'll get to see how I fare against all of the top lists for the next year or so. Your army's pretty
1: strong though, isn't it?
0: It is strong, but I think it's strong in an average event. Like, the majority of the lists, I think there's probably three uh, out of the 16, not including my own, that I've seen that I thought aren't really, really aggressive top-tier lists. I mean, like, absolute min-maxed horrific beasts. Um, So it's, in a normal tournament, I'd say this is a strong, uh, like, a a really high-level list. But um, in the musters, <laughs> people have turned everything up to 11, as we'll come to, so we'll see how it goes.
2: The Abyssal Terror is not a monster, for reference. I just double checked so. it. Yeah, yeah I stop. checked it as well, yeah. That's just quite a
1: difference for escalation, isn't it? So Oh, does that mean yeah, he yeah. can start closer on? Yeah, it's not yeah. a of fizzy, So Ooh.
0: Okay, then. Oh, um, the final thing worth considering is it's got seven drops, which um, I'm. Yeah, like for is escalation still working in the same way? Or is that no,
1: that's gone. You just you, drop you everything set up your whole army. Okay. Same as normal setup.
0: So it's fairly obvious that I haven't prepped <laughs> very well for the masters, <laughs> given that I've just taken an old one. But um it does various things slightly well, so.
1: Ooh, slightly well. What's would we like to hear?
0: Slightly well. So on the subject of top tier Min Max filth, what are you taking?
1: I don't think to it's
3: top tier. <laughs> before, if you're if you listening to this episode now, pause it and go back to you any number of episodes that we've had in the last six months and listen to them before we come to this point. And then Russ can tell you exactly what army taken. We'll just listen to the Blood and Glory one because it's like, yeah, you know. That's just as bad. Um, yeah.
1: Basically, I was a bit unsure what to do. I had a lot of options I could have taken, different armies. Um, I thought. I didn't really think about it too much. I think the problem is is I've got on the works an army that isn't out yet. Um, And I've been wanting to play that, but I can't. Um, And I was going to borrow AD Max Death, uh, but he didn't reply to a question of mine, because there's a rule in where you've got to have the actual model for the hero. And when he uses Isabella, and I didn't know if he actually had Isabella or a conversion... So I was waiting for his reply and I just decided that during the holidays that I will stick with the list that I started to prepare. So I'm taking Tomb Kings.
2: Shame. Shame. Insert shame (laughs) bell here. Shame. Well,
1: the reason is, I know there's going to be loads of really, really strong lists. There was potentially going to be three other Tomb King players. um, And I just I don't want to go to an event and not be able to compete. Um, plus the fact my army... I've been playing teams for a very long time, and I've made a decision to sell a lot of my old models. Um, and I thought I could give them one last hurrah um, before they go away, um, and I sell them. So it did mean I had to put quite a lot of effort to get the army ready. So I've had like a setra in a box in bits in metal from when I worked at Games Workshop so going back like 15, 10 years or something stupid like since he came out and I had a load of snakes that were half built and undercoated and not based Um, I had some dipped models that were broken I couldn't find the bits that I'd lost Um, all my stuff was on square bases some of the stuff I painted must be like 12 years ago 12, you know, going back when the the original sixth edition book
3: came out. I mean, um, I know giving have given you shit, but you have played Tomb Kings a lot over the years, haven't you? This isn't like you bought an army just for the masters. This is no, you know, in, in, in the, the League heat. League. I played
1: Tomb Kings non stop for two and a half years. I, I, in one year, I think I racked about 200 games with Tomb Kings Buzz. back in sixth edition. Um, they were never very strong. I played, at the beginning of AOS, I played a tournament with them and they were a bit ridiculous, and to be honest, it's disappointing because I like them, I don't really understand why they got shelved, because they are a fantasy army, it's not like they are historical or, you know, like Bretonians I kind of get um, I don't understand if you're going to keep Lizardmen in why Tomb Kings have been shelved
0: I mean in the uh, in the canon of Age of Sigmar Yeah
1: stuff. So Seraphon get a book and they're Aztec lizards but Egyptian mummies and skeletons riding giant snakes. That's too hip realistic, I guess, for <laughs> um for Age of Sigma. Um it, it, I, I mean i am a little bit little bit disappointed about the whole thing and I let them go and I didn't take them and I just thought well, I'm just gonna yeah, I'm just gonna move on. I'm gonna do new armies. Um I don't know why. I just I played Rob Perrin at Blood and Glory and I really liked his list, so I just copied it basically. Um and then I was a little bit constrained on what models I had what i had i could take um because i didn't have i've got zombies but they're vampire count zombies and i think they look a bit weird if i just rebase them and because it's warhammer world i can't use alternate models so it couldn't it's not like i could buy a load of mantic zombies paint them up to look egyptian tomb kingy themed because they're not gw models yeah so i was like well what do i do so i actually had some haradrim from lord of the rings and i thought That kind of makes sense. They've got humans that, you know, in in the old world fluff, there was like a group of humans that still hung about and worshipped them and and sort of worked with them. And I kind of thought, well, that's quite cool. Um, I only had 20 skeletons with spears. I actually had 25 of them back when they were a renegade choice back in the old days. So I decided I would take them. But basically my list is Cetra, Um, a Royal War Sphinx, with the Cursed Book and the Venom Spike tail. That's why on my list is totally different to Rob Perrin's. Because he's got right, a bladed hurry. tail. Oh, yeah. right, <laughs> A necrotect And Renegade choice here is the Tomb Herald. I've got no wizard. Um, ten Skeleton Warriors, ten Skeleton Warriors, six Necropolis Knights, six Necropolis Knights, ten Zombies and two Catapults. Now,
0: I know Necromancer. Like my, That would be my, my right, first a question. A Necromancer
1: is 120 points. So in order for me to include a necromancer, I need to find 20 points, which means I need to drop one of the skeleton units down to zombies. And for the reasons I mentioned, I don't have the models, and I didn't want to buy new zombies or rebase my vampire count zombies in the Tomb King basing. I just decided, well, I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. I toyed with the idea of taking Isabella. Because what Isabella does is um, she's an eighty-point wizard, basically. Now the Tomb Kings have cool a lot spell. Yeah, but the thing is, the Tomb Kings have a lot of abilities that um, like are, are generated by a spell. So, for example, the Royal War Sphinx gives you the spell that you can heal it. The snakes give you a spell that you can put a snake back in the unit. So the units give you the spells. Like the Catapults give you a spell it means you can raise the crew. So, your you're kind of. You, your wizard gets access to spells which complement the army. Um, but the problem is, is they're a bit slow. Um, they're quite easy to kill. Um, and so I decided that I'd take a herald because. And it, it, this, you'll just, just call me rubbish at this, but in, no. in the fluff, <laughs> Setcha doesn't like Lich Priests. He actually he he hates them. He hates the mortuary cult. So I was like, well, I actually quite like the idea of of not taking a wizard because I think it's a bit renegade. And the Tomb Herald's got his, obviously his banner and you can return units to within range within twenty four. But it's guaranteed. It's not like you've got to cast a spell. Um, and also so what,
3: the narrative option, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, it's a narrative play army, and that's where it should be, and it shouldn't be in match play. So that's why I decided to go full narrative. Yeah. Okay. I have got nothing that isn't in the to- apart from zombies. that isn't in the tomb game. <laughs> I've got nothing apart from this. <laughs> if I if I could have took three of Skellies, I would have done, but I just didn't have the points for it. I was twenty points shy. Um, the base, basically the the list. I've not played any games of it. I don't know how it's going to hold up. I'm sure it's not going to be as strong as I think it is, but um, I'm looking forward to just using it and and trying to see, you know, what I can do with it. And I think it would be a quite an interesting field to use it at. It's not like you can get any better than this, really. Um, but I think I could have written a better list with another army. Like, I submitted my heat list, and I, I wish I kind of worked that one out before I thought about the Masters a few weeks ago. But I've kind of been in a bit of a weird limbo of not been able to think about what I was taking. I had so much going on, and I just, I just didn't. I couldn't make my mind up basically, um, but the thing that sort of pushed me to it was I've got a load of models that aren't built, aren't finished, are broken, and aren't aren't based. The army's not rebased. The basins inconsistent. Some's got the old basin, Some's got the new. Some's got the old paint scheme. Some's got the new. So I thought, well, it's a good excuse to just tidy it up and get it all mod, you know, modern and fixed, and together and then i go right my army is now actually ready to be used um so i decided i'd go ahead with it basically nothing to do with the power of the army. oh no i wanted to take a powerful army yeah right See, i mean it's not it's not like i'm not saying i don't want to because thing is when i go to a tournament i want to compete yeah. i know the masters is going to be horrifically filled with really cutting edge amazing lists this year So, I decided to take something that I thought would be really good, but it also kind of served a purpose. As a clean out, I tidied up my army, my models, you know, because I had like snakes in a shoebox, like half undercoated and with a broken tail, and I had loads of sprues, and I I got the sprues out and I found the bits I needed to repair the models. And I just, it's just a bit of a, you know what I mean, just bring it up to scratch.
3: Yeah, I know you did spend, I know I'm I'm giving you shit just because of the fact there's tomb kings but um yeah i, I get where you're coming from because i know that you've had that tomb king army sat there for a while and you just sort of like we spoke about it before you were like i just don't want to take this you know a tomb king army i want to take current stuff mm. and you know and that's probably the same from all of us we we're looking forwards not backwards to the stuff that's in the compendium almost yeah and I can see why you've not wanted to until this point, but at the same time, like fair play for putting the legwork and getting it up together. I, you know, I can remember we've we've all been on Skype with you where you've been sighing because of having to like rebase and put together metal models and and stuff. So because it's, it's a bit of a task and it? it's not exactly easy work. No, and I think
1: the worst thing was like I had like a box of I had like a load of broken bits and I had them in a little baggy. Like, I can't find the baggy, so like I had like a champion with no hand. And like a Necronite guy with no spear. Yeah. And then uh, one of the snakes had no tail tip. And I was like, well, where are these bits? They must be somewhere. And I, I just couldn't find the where they were. And I had a massive clear out over the holiday. Um, and literally I've got, because I've got so much tomb King stuff, I've got like three caskets, four catapults, you know, like nine stalkers, 12 snakes, two Necro Sphinx, two Necro, um, two War Sphinx. Um, you know, like nineish shabti You know, I got lo- loads of it, and so I'm having a massive clear out, and I'm, I'm going to get rid of a lot of it. But I wanted to keep, I wanted to aos a little bit of an army and, and give it a go and give it a play. Um,
3: you know, the first time I played Age of Sigma
1: I was against your team, Kings. Yeah, I think for me, I was a bit upset how good they were. Yeah, they kind of felt that they synergized far too well, and they were far too powerful. And I just looked at it and went, oh, I just wish they weren't this good. I wish they were kind of like, just had a, I don't know, just had the edge off of them a little bit. Yeah. Um,
0: but now you're into the Masters, so when in Rome.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and I thought to myself, I could have taken a Necromancer or a Lich Priest or, you know, Isabella. But I thought, you know what, I'm going to take a Herald. I've had I've had Tomb Herald model, so when it, so when it come out, I've got the army set. Tomb Herald model from the Army deal with the special banner top the one that the he doesn't fall over all the time, and I've never ever used him in a list, <laughs> and I just thought to myself, I should use him really before I sell it. <laughs> I think I might've used him once I can't remember because I did paint him up, but yeah. It- I think he's all right, I don't think he's an awful choice because he gives me a way to protect my heroes as well because he can take the wounds for them, yeah, so you can do the wound bouncing, so he he's all right he's not i don't i think oh i'm gonna really regret not having a wizard, but we'll find out the the Royal war Sphinx is probably the thing I'm most excited about playing with
0: so what is what is what makes that model special game wise what the royal war sphinx, yep, and what does he do that synergizes
1: with your list? So Setra has the ability to other mummy heroes can use their command ability. His command ability is you can pick a unit within he can like and see, and you can. So there's no range on it, and you can add plus one to wound rolls for all your death rattle units. I think it is. Basically, it's like death. It's it's only certain keywords, but basically, it's him and the snakes. Um, then you can. Um, the snakes have got a rule that they've got Necrovenom. So when the snakes wound on a six, they do mortal wounds in addition. But obviously with Setsu, you get plus one to hit, plus one to wound. Then with this, it's plus one to wound, so you do it on fours. So you can basically do mortal wounds very easily with the snake units. Um, he's also quite tough. So he's got um, you know, the half wound stone shaping thing. And four up save, and he's quite good in combat because he's got the d- Ren two damage free weapon the guy on the back, That's and good. the it's got a breath weapon which does d six damage. Um, it's quite slow, but it's got the curse book, and you can you can him and whip him. So I think you can whip him. He might not be able to. I need to check, but I think because it's all to do with keywords basically. So I think he can. Uh, he'll be quite good. Um, like I say, I'm a bit rusty because I've not played any games, so I need to spend a bit of time this week looking at the uh, looking at the scrolls. But I even went for tomb shields on my skeleton warriors because that's what they're armed with, and I thought that would be rather than the crypt shields, um, because I think because basically the tomb shield is in your in your go, you can go. right, well, I'm going to use my stone, my shield fortress rule, which gives you plus one save, um, but you can't charge or run. But then, like, you don't have that thing about the Rend where you don't get a save. So, against Rend 1, they get a 6 up. Yep. If you've Tomb Shielded, um, which I thought might be quite useful, um, especially if there's, like, a lot of Judicators. Because you're suddenly, your skeletons still have a save. um, And, you know, they obviously grow back. So, if the odd one model might make the difference. But I just thought, well. When in when in Rome, go the full narrative play route. Hmm. <laughs> You're not so, fooling anyone. I'm not convinced anyone, are you? No, so, no one's
2: buying this fucking tool story. <coughs> <coughs> so, I'm not
1: sure the Royal War Sphinx is worth his points for what you could have he, got in addition.
2: But was he four hundred or something? Three something, three forty, I think. I don't know. How much is a catapult? Hundred twenty. So you could have got like a couple more catapults and.
1: I wanted to paint the Royal War Sphinx. Again, I've had two War Sphinxes since they were released. I took them to one event and never used them again. So it's like, well, I've always liked the Royal War Sphinx, and there was quite a funny hobby hero segment on Heathen Hammer where they talk about the Tomb King in the Royal War Sphinx. And when I well, saw.
3: That was years ago, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. And I saw it in Rob Perrin's List, and I was like, I love that model, and it's actually got an effective use. So I was like, if I'm going to have one final push with my kings, I'm going to take that model. So, there's, there's a little bit of nostalgia with me taking the army. It's not just to be super competitive, it's just that they are good, so I can take it and not... Because if they weren't, I wouldn't take it, basically. So, um, you know. So but I'm kind of excited said, to play with it, so we'll see.
0: You said that when you were writing this, well, I've got a question that I'd like to ask before we cover everyone else's list, and then there's a there's a version of it afterwards. So, before going to the Masters for you two, because I didn't think about it at all, well, not massively anyway, What before you'd seen lists that people submitted, what, for your money, was the best possible list you could take uh, to give yourself the, the best chance of winning the Masters? no restrictions of what models you owned or painting time or anything like that. What did you think was the
2: absolute pinnacle? Ooh, I really don't know. Honestly, I don't. I just don't know. Maybe Tomb Kings as well.
1: I think for me, you can't you can't make that judgment because it's massively influenced by what is going to be there. So for me, I I I, I was in two minds because I know I shouldn't take an army that other people have played against or are prepared for, or that I might have to play against. I should take an army that nobody's seen before, um, which is very strong. But that would mean that I'd have to sit down do a lot of reading and try and come up with something. Think about the the current lists, you know, the bone splitters, the warrior brotherhoods, the tomb king lists, um, the kind of the destruction, grot, stonehorn lists, all these, and think what could I take that could be it. But the thing is I didn't want to put the time and effort in because I'd have to come up with something really new. I don't think with what I had, I could have done it. So I didn't think about it and I didn't sit down and crunch it. And (sighs) I've already planned out an army that I'm doing to take for the foreseeable future, but I can't use it at the event because the book's not out yet. Um and i you know, I've got a lot of the models and I'm I'm working on it. Um and that was the worst thing about painting the Tomb Kings is that I wanted to be painting the new stuff that I had, but I couldn't. Um But then I, I wanted to kind of get to a point where I had only neat models left and I didn't have any like really bad work in progress bitty models in a box somewhere. Um so basically, the, I don't think you can in a way because it depends what other people are taking and it has a massive impact on what, I don't know. I think this the Tomb King army is one of the strong lists you could take. So I thought, well, that'll do, so I'll work on it. And I've got the, most of the models and I had it available so I could I could get it together. But um, it's, it's really hardcore because at the end of the day, the masters generally comes down to, um, Mark, paper, scissors. T- yeah, a little bit, but not in a negative way. I just think you you don't play people who make many mistakes. It comes down to like, especially with I think of Age of Sigma. It's like, did you win that priority role? Did you get double turned at the wrong time? Did you get the wrong matchup in the wrong scenario? You know, so for example, <laughs> playing someone with the Changeling in three places of power is tricky. But playing someone with a changing thing in another mission probably isn't a problem, so that that's like an issue you might have. And then the same with like if you've got to play take and hold against I don't know like a very defensive army, it's quite hard to go and attack that. Um, yeah. So it's it swings and roundabouts. It's it's like it really is, and I think you can agonise over it for days, weeks, and even like the best is kind of. It's contextualised so uh, the best army in one situation won't be the best army in another situation so I think every army's got a weakness, every army's got problems, you've kind of just got to take an army that you feel comfortable with, that you think is strong and you think you can deal with what you might see and roll the dice and see how it goes it's kind of so I didn't agonise over it too much
0: when I was thinking about it I thought that the the Maxime style Three Gribblies Moon Clan uh was probably one of the most flexible things going in there. Also it seems that a lot of people haven't gone for mass bodies. Um
1: I don't, I don't know. I mean I wouldn't have wanted to play with that. Um and also the FAQ would have had a massive impact on that. Fanatics. Yeah. yeah. And netters. And the way you can't you can't put one fanatic out, one fanatic out, one fanatic out. You you have to put all your fanatics out in one go. Definitely. I so think I no think one. it I think that list got considerably weaker. Um but I wouldn't want to play with it because I actually that's a kind of army that I feel that you don't have to play to use. Yep. Yeah. Um Yeah, we'll see. We'll see.
0: Okay then. So I guess we'll get onto the subject of what other people have taken on their lists.
1: Yeah. Do you want to have a quick break and then we'll come back and do the lists? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Facehammer is sponsored by Element Games. So for great customer service, all the latest Age of Sigmar releases at 20% off, and all your hobby needs, go to www.elementgames.co.uk. To support us directly, click through the banner on our website and let them know that you came from us. And we're back from the break. And uh, it's time to talk about the rest of the list at the Masters. So should we just go down the list?
2: Yeah, yeah why not? Just start and crack on, I guess. Get get through the, the, the not-filth. Just go through uh, death, I guess, is the first faction. Well, it,
0: it starts with me, so we can we can start on one level and then get worse and worse as we continue.
1: Yeah, well, I think we'll gloss over our own army, so we just talked about them, but yeah. So, Tony? Tony Moore. Oh, like... he's is... put a lot of thought into this one. This is just ridiculous. <laughs> so Henrik Kemler, the Lichmaster dirty compendium wanker.
2: Nec- Pot <laughs> kettle, <laughs> super fucking black <laughs>
1: necromancer. Um, a vargulf courtier with a cloak of mist and shadows. Just quite an interesting choice. So That's I quite an like that. One. Well, no, because you roll for your models back in the hero phase you can move 12 to be within range to then do it ah uh, yeah that's nice actually um, 10 zombies 10 zombies 10 zombies I minimum mean, battle line 12 well, right. crypt horrors and the haunter is his general with rule of the night for the 5 up war
2: <sighs> Bullshit. double mourn goal <laughs> this so is just does the Mongol minus to hit stack yeah did you say is the book as well
1: no, no, because he, no. he's got the cloak commission shadows. Oh, he's just got the cloak. You can't so, put an artifact on the champion, but you can give him a command okay. trait.
0: So this list I just see is you can't kill me or you can't hit me or both.
2: It's horrific. Yeah. Strongest list there?
0: Mm,
1: I don't know because it, you can break it down.
0: I'm not sure if it's flexible enough. I don't it, think it's it, going to be it able does to score in enough places
1: it? on the table.
0: It does one thing, which is not dying in a bubble... And all right, you've got a couple of Mongol, but it's the people who can deal I, with them—I
2: just—I don't think you can win. Take and hold with that scenario, no. But
1: that's the point. Like if you play him, because what Henrik's going to be done is being surrounded by zombies, so you can't get him, and you can't get the zombies, and he can heal. Um, and I think the horrors and the Mongol just ball up and go for your objective. I think the problem is, is the if you play him in take and hold, I think you're pretty much screwed.
2: But if you played him in three places of power, you'd be rubbing your hands together. Well, in Take and hold, he'll push all that stuff across to your objective, and he's got nothing to protect his own. Don't need to because you've got to get past him and round him, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. but there's enough flying and warrior brotherhood to drop down, and
1: I, I don't know. He's got everything. Is...
2: In, everything's going to be in one place, yeah, so he can't that's be it. in. He can't get both objectives, so he can't get the big win.
0: I think part of the big problem with the list is that it all needs to support each other and at the most the lone ranger capabilities are to pop out you could split it into two I guess but then one of them gets significantly weaker so really you can send out a more gold plus companion or companion unit and I'm not sure if it can be in enough places at but once what on the companion board.
2: unit There are no some well, zombies?
0: he's got, he's got
1: Twelve crypt horrors, so they can have a tail going back if needs be. But it's the, not the problem with the horrors is with the necromancer. They've got the mordant keyword, so you can get them to pile in twice. You can mystic shield them, pile in twice, just push them into the army. They're they're pretty much unkillable because if you don't kill them in one round, and they've got a four up five up, then they just the the vargulf's gonna. Be, you just gotta kill the vargulf's the key model to kill. Yeah. But he can heal the Vargolf with Henrik Kemler, which is why he's. Yeah, but the, the Vargolf's list. only got like. It's got eight six, wounds. Eight wounds. Yeah, it's
0: not too yeah. tanky. That's but exactly.
1: he can keep it safe by keeping it quite far away, and then cloak and Mister Shadowing it into range. And uh, you Necromancer can. And Henrik can bounce wound onto the zombies.
0: You can also cloak and Mister Shadowing it out of trouble if it is in trouble. Um, which is pretty tasty. It's a it's a very clever list, but I'm not sure. How it works in scenario play um, for a couple of scenarios, especially against a strong field of more flexible lists.
1: I don't know who's got more flexible though. That's the thing. Um, and in terms of position on the table, I think there's mm, there's yeah. other
0: armies that can be in in more places or can be in like two blobs or multiples or just don't give a shit about it. Um, he doesn't have a a rocket launcher unit, does he? In there, things mm-hmm. are things are fairly fast, but he's not got a way to slingshot something out. Um, he's got to get there by traditional methods, even if he's doing it in like incredibly tankily. He's still got to walk to where he wants to get and worry about overexposing himself or having his puzzle pulled apart, like one bit at a time. Um, it's nails, but I'm not sure if it's it's very clever. Like tip of the hat, it's disgusting, but
1: yeah. So Rob Perrin, I, I think this army just shouldn't be allowed in. No. It's horrible. I
3: I don't it's just disgusting. He's got a different tail to you, hasn't he? On his War sphinx. and that's the
0: so, dude. He's got a different tail, what, rather than Russ's tall tail of fluff bullshit that he <laughs> to me <leave> earlier. <laughs> oh I, probably, uh,
2: I I think you'll uh, find it spelled uh, T-A-I-L. Uh,
1: um <laughs> So Rob Perrin's got Setra, as uh, his general. Roar War Sphinx with bladed tail, Renegade, Curse Book. A necrotat, a necromancer. See, that's why it's dirty, necromancer. Six knights, six knights, ten skeleton warriors, ten zombies, ten zombies, and two catpods. So, obviously, he's a big fan of mine, so he wants to take my Uh army. Um, And, uh, yeah, I think it's uh, pretty pretty good. Pretty 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 (laughs) resilient. Not really sure how to beat it. Can't really give any feedback on that. So let's move on to the next list. So, <laughs>
2: <That> <laughs> is, um...
1: We might as well, because it's I, basically the same. Watch, like, else, doesn't it? <laughs> and like, then it's... Dan Ford. <laughs> I might as well talk about it, because it's almost identical, then we can talk about them both together, in all seriousness. So, um, Cetra, Royal War Sphinx, Bladed Tail again, Cloak of Misty and Shadows this time, not the curse book, Isabella, um, Necromancer, on a horse, ooh, Mine's, oh. My my team. Harry's on foot, by the way. Fluff choice. Uh, vampire lord on abyssal terror. <laughs> um, six knights. Six knights. Ten skeleton warriors. Ten skeleton warriors. Ten skeleton warriors. Two thousand points. So he's basically got no catapults. No necrotect, but he's still he's got the vampire lord on abyssal terror to double up his double move shenanigans. But how does that work,
0: though? Oh no, it's it's. I think that's in there so that if one fails, he's just built in redundancy. It's how he plays. He likes predictable things. And that means if you roll your one on Cetra or you don't get your spell on the other one, you got a second bite at the apple. Um, Because what the list really does, like the catapults are nice and they they give you flexibility in one way. But what that list really does is launches out a horrific damage potential bomb of snakes. And if you fail to do that because you rolled a one on the ten that you need it, he's making sure he's got a second chance.
1: Plus you can double whammy because you can get it off on two different units. Exactly. and um, um, The next match gives you t- double piling.
0: It's more combaty version. Um, I think that's an incredible list.
1: Yeah, I, I think that you'll miss the catapults. Because like, when you're talking about like playing against other people, you can't take out their combo pieces. You've got yes. no range at all. So it's like, how do you deal with things like, we talk about Tony's list. If you want to kill that vargolf, how do you get rid of it? You know, it's, it's not it's not easy to get to it. Um, how do you kill the necromancer? Or how do you thin out his scoring units of, of, of his three units of mid core? You know, so he's going to have
0: issues with people who can put walls of crap in front of the stuff that
1: he actually cares about because
0: he's not got a way to get to them as much.
1: Yeah, but that's why the necro double piling is good because you can fight one wall of chaff and then pile into the next one. I think oh, most, I think most good players will leave a big enough gap between. The unit and the uh, the unit behind, meaning that your double pilot isn't really that effective. So that's three King armies that are a little bit different, um, but basically the similar setup. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how they get on and what the difference makes um, in the game. I think Dan's is probably like way more aggressive than mine and Rob's, but it'd be interesting to see. Interesting to see how it's all going to play out. So, should we talk about Kieran's list?
3: Yeah. Do you
1: want to do this, Les, as you played against it?
3: Yeah, I played against it yesterday. No, no, not yesterday. I played Rob Noise yesterday, the day before. Um, I'm just going to double-check, see if he took exactly the same thing. Yeah. Um, So, basically, he's got two Orc uh, Megaboss on foot um, with Battleberry, uh, Mm -hmm. an Orc Warchanter for the plus one to hit. Um, a weird knob shaman, I assume, for Mystic Shield on the the next unit, um, and what he's got then is fifteen auric brutes um, with let's have a look. Claw, uh, three Gore Choppers and the Jagged Gore Hackers, which I believe are the two inch reach ones, aren't they? Mm. Um, so I the idea is, I assume you put well, I know is that you put the uh, a Mystic Shield on there. Brutes, you put plus one to hit on them, and then you inspire and presence the 15 of them. And they can fight in two ranks because there's uh, they've got a two inch reach. Um, he's then got six Gorg grunters, which are just quite a lot of move, uh, wounds that can move fast. And you and get then... just
1: quickly before you go on, and also the champion in that unit is his general, yeah, who's got um bellowing Tyrant, which gives him plus one to hit as well, yeah, so that plus two to hit,
3: plus two to hit, Um yeah, six Gorg grunters. Ten, um, three units of ten hard boys and an Iron Fist formation so they get to move obviously in the the, the hero phase and twice with the Iron Fist as well and
1: this is the first list that isn't too fast.
3: yeah it's nineteen eighty. he's going to get his um, well in some games at least he's going to get um, his triumph that you'll forget about that everyone does yeah
1: I really don't want to get in 3 um, roll armor saves because that would be no. horrible
3: yeah so um, and yeah i think kieran plays the list really well um he's been doing well with um, with destruction over the last sort of like 12 months and you know i think the whilst necessarily i don't i'm not sure about having a general that is a unit champion it's not something that sits well with me um the list does work um you know we had a good game the other day which didn't quite work out for it but um but the the double battle brews on the mega bosses are quite good too um you don't have to worry about sort of getting across the table because you've got them um, you know with a mega boss on foot they're quite slow aren't they but with the um the iron fist and the um destruction trait you're moving anyway so yeah quite a lot of bodies quite a lot to get through um not sure about the gore grunters they've been completely lackluster every time i've played against them
1: are they but, not just a chaff screen?
3: Um I don't know, I think they're quite a lot he uses them quite aggressively. He uses them to hunt down sort of like against me he uses them to try and sort of like clear some dryads off an objective and, and try and sort of like get round and try and sort of like pin characters because there's quite a lot of wounds to get through. Um but, you know, I, I just don't think that they, they're particularly good. The faster aren't they, you know, especially with the um you know, the iron fist formation, the destruction move. They're, they they can reach out and get into those objectives maybe in border war and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, see that.
3: Yeah, so, quite good, but yeah, no, I think it's quite good. To see. I think it's probably haven't seen some of the lists. It's one of the the less cutting edge ones.
1: Yeah, I I'd I'd agree. agree. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, from the event, um, but Kieran's solid with them. You know, he's played a lot of games with them, so
1: yeah, I am sure. I'd be interested to see how it gets on at the weekend.
3: I think a lot of it's down with destruction. If you lose a priority role when you need it, send in it with Iron with the angels uh,
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean. It... He's got a lot of um, hard units there that hit quite hard, and that big Death Star unit is quite scary, but it depends if you've got a way to debuff it or or combo it, then it's not too bad.
0: If people want to listen more about his thoughts on Iron Jaws and Tomlin's, uh, there was a really good Black Sun recently, where they just talk about the last year's worth of games they've played with, with Destruction.
1: Yeah, good shout. I should give that a listen.
3: Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's a good episode. Next next
1: yeah. So next is uh, Darren Palmer. So he's got uh, destruction as well, so we're into the the i yeah. the green the green segment of this uh <laughs> these lists. Yeah. So Frostlord and Stonehorn with uh, I wonder what artifact he's put on there. Oh yeah, Battlebrew. He's got yeah. double Huskards on Thunder Tusks. He's got a Moon Clan shaman, a Git Mob Shaman. Forty git mob grots, twenty git mob grots, sixty moon clan grots, nine netters and the general the, the unit champions <laughs> the general with Bellowing Tyrant. brilliant yeah, and then two fanatics um two thousand points so i I don't know just I'm really not a fan of this unit champion general thing
0: no, I'm not also I was expecting something slightly more imaginative from Darren normally he, he thinks of something that is definitely extremely, extremely strong, but he's normally kind of at the cutting edge of working out what you can do with Mortal Wounds at South Coast or something like that, and this just seems a little bit...
2: This, this is basically it, Maxime's list. It is. It's undeniably with, extremely with one strong. With Thunder Tusk, but 60 Grots instead. Yeah,
0: it's undeniably extremely strong, but yeah. I've, I've no doubt Daryl will have taken the thing that he thinks is the absolute best option for the Masters and it's, it's a solid list lot of bodies um do you think that would be a struggle for people facing it
2: unless they've got a way to clear bodies yeah they need they need lots of attacks or bravery stuff don't know i think the gaunt summoner on a uh, with that spell would have been amazing for this to kill whole units at a time <laughs>
1: he's got but 10 that's... deployments as well that's quite a lot so the great yeah no they go I'll make my general the, so I can inspire and present them straight away, but if you don't get to go first, it doesn't really help you, does it? No. So, I'd quite like to put two Screaming Skull Catapults into that unit before the game starts.
2: Yeah.
0: So minus four bravery. Well, two Screaming Skulls and a unit of snakes would do alright as well. <laughs>
1: um, but I don't even think the unit's really that big a deal. No. So You just grind it off, It's not, it doesn't really do a lot. And he roll loads of dice, but I don't think it's that scary.
3: It's just bodies on objectives, I think, isn't it? You know. Yeah. That's all. Like, they're not there to fight, are they? They're there to camp on an objective while he clears off the rest with his.
1: It's just to screen stuff. his thunder tusks, I think. So.
0: They are pretty. They're not too bad at fighting, um, especially with spears. You're getting a lot of attacks in there, and. are not awful. I just, you
1: know, just.
0: Takes a few turns for people to do enough wounds to actually result in them getting less attacks back as well.
1: Yeah, sixty mm. is a lot in one unit, isn't it? It is many, many, many. Um, I'm just not really looking forward to actually watching him try to move all those models around the table. Just there's he's got 120 25 mil infantry to move around. Um, Hopefully, he's got movement trays because I just think that's going to take so long it's going to be really boring. Um, speaking of really boring, um, Sedge, his list. <laughs> Sorry, it's just not joking. Safe, I'm, joking, I'm joking. I'm joking, I'm joking, um, So he's got Frostlord on Stonehorn with Battlebrew. So he's taken an Ice Brow Hunter, and, and this is what I was talking about on the previous show, about how he's really good. Like, you can... He can basically infiltrate, pop up in the hero phase, then destruction move, then like shoot and use his things. He's really good. Um, a Maniac weird knob, which is obviously the Savage Orc dude for the spell, whatever he does. Uh, Savage Orc Big Boss with the Talisman. Five Savage Orc ball Boys to the Generals in there with Bellowing Tyrant. 40 Arrow Boys. Um... Two times ten normal aurochs just to unlock his formation, which is cunning ruck, obviously. Um twenty moon clan grots with one fanatic, which will be his chaff screen, I imagine. And two spear chuckers. Just a pretty solid army.
0: It's more well just... rounded than than his previous one, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but it's still essentially the same thing. He's basically got cunning ruck. But he's then just filled the rest out with like some combat and infiltrating options and some long range shooting. So I think
3: the shooting's there for like uh places of peril, right? I because 'cause they're so good at clearing yeah. off those heroes. They're just really
1: good. Like the spear chuckers are just great value. They're, amazing.
3: they're really cheap, do loads of damage. But there's no
1: reason not to take them really. Um yeah. now,
3: Mitchell showed me a good day when we played the other day at yours.
1: Yeah. They're really good. Um do you think so, that's the type
0: of list that could give Tony's problems? Being able to pick out.
1: Yeah. Easy. Picking
0: out the individual things and then well, mass how, shooting for the rest.
1: How resilient those. <laughs> those, um. Dudes are, the crypt horrors, When you've got the double shooting or Arab boys with all the thing. And you've got a Frost Lord and Stonehorn. And you've got two spear checkers. You could probably delete the unit in one turn.
0: Before more Girls reach you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. It's, it's a solid list. I mean, it's. I mean honest, every single list in the Masters is solid, but yeah. Be interesting. So, um Mark Wildman, Destruction again. Uh Grot War Boss with a giant cave squig and a prodder. Uh it's not not Moon Clan Grot War Boss. Um Grot War Boss General Bellow and Tyrant Two Moon Clan Grot Shamans An Orc War Boss on Wyvern, forty Moon Clan Grotts with netters. Forty moon Grots grotts with netters, twenty moon Ground grotts with bows, netters, two fanatics, four times one fanatics, the cave squig and a rogue idol.
2: <laughs> What's the rogue idol do? I don't they're,
1: know. Re- they're
0: really, really resilient, actually. Like, I'm really go.
1: surprised, like at the four times one fanatics. I don't understand that because they've all got to come out at the same time. I'm not sure why he's got. Four individual drops in one because he'd have to drop them as four individuals, so that's four drops plus the two other fanatics is a drop, so that's, that's five drops just for the fanatics six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen deployments. He's never choosing his turn, is he? No, um, that's interesting. I don't really, again, loads of moon clan grots on the table. It's kind of it's why I wanted the screaming skulls because they can't all be immune to battle shock. And That's why it's at the plague clause, yeah, I think you need to. It's why, like in when I'm thinking about doing my zinch army, I'm gonna got a um, gaunt summer in there because he's you know he's obviously quite good against big big units. So, yep.
0: So, do you want to know what a Rogue idol of Gork does? Yeah, why not? Okay, so it's got sixteen wounds.
1: Mm-hmm. It
0: moves. 2d6 until it's taken 8 wounds, then it moves 1d6. Uh, it can never retreat from combat, What's
1: time, but... 4+.
0: Uh, okay. But if it's within 12 inches of the enemy in the charge phase, it must attempt to charge, like a stonehorn. Um, da, 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 da. At the end of your movement phase, roll d6 for any unit, friend or foe, within 4 inches of the rogue idol. On a 4+, it takes a multiple wound, inconsequential. Um, and its attacks... 3d6 uh, on full wounds, uh, 2d6 on less, 1d6 on nearly dead. Hitting on threes, wounding on threes, rend 2, damage 2. And then it's got two attacks, hitting on twos when it's on full health, wounding on twos, rend 3, damage d6. So it's pretty, pretty good damage. It's pretty tasty in combat, and its rend is just consistently high, as is its damage.
1: Yeah, it's alright. I mean, it's quite hard to get a hold of the model now if you want one. Yeah, it is. But... Yeah, so he's basically got a fighty monster. Yeah. I don't know how many points it is, because there's no points on the list, but... Um, About
0: 500, I think. It's quite a lot.
1: I don't know if Frostlord and the Stonehorn would have been a better choice with Battlebrew, probably.
0: After Warlords, the list I wrote, I looked at taking the Frostlord on the Stonehorn and one of those um to have two things that kinda did kinda did similar things and got across the board speedily. But um
1: Yeah, he's twenty yeah. points more expensive than a um than a uh, frostlord on Stonehorn. I the three D six move frostlord.
2: or two D six move, whatever that really puts me off of it. Yeah, two D six move, one D six
1: so it's really slow.
2: Yeah, Stone the Stonehorn can go board edge to board edge, so it's pretty Yeah. Oh. Have, I don't know if he's got
1: any other buffing uh, aura or anything.
2: Uh, no,
0: I don't. I don't think so. Uh, when he dies, something happens. If he's slain, roll d6 for any unit friend or foe in four inches. On a four plus, they take d3 mortal wounds. Not bad. If he's out there as a lone ranger, um, he also has wounds inflicted on him. So ah,
1: okay, so he's got
0: a he's, stone thing. Yeah, he's, he is. He's very similar to the to the stone
1: Just a lot slower.
0: Uh yes, and without a without a dude on top with Battlebrew.
1: Yeah. Um I think I'd rather have the Stonehorn, but hey ho. It's a cool model. I'm glad I didn't take my beastful Radius to this tournament. <laughs> um so that's destruction done. Um so Chaos? Luke McHugh or should we call him Luke Pike?
0: Yeah. Uh, Luke or Luke, or Luke Letterbomb.
1: Yeah,
2: he's got... He, it's not quite your army, is it? He's got a little bit of yours well, and a little bit of my old one. He, he's he gone for like a weird mix, where obviously he's gone for the Kairos Storm Fiend style, like, launch fiend thing. But he's actually got fighty units instead of me, where I usually take the Plague Bearers. But it's
1: very he doesn't list.
2: have anything resilient. No. He's got nothing that can hold objectives in that list. Which is a bit of a Should we go through the list then? People are yeah, yeah. wondering what we're talking about.
1: So do you want to do it, Terry?
2: From yep, so he's thing. got Kairos Fateweaver, the Changeling, a Blood secretor, who is He his general with Cunning Deceiver and the Talisman. He's got Sal the Faithless, thirty Blood Letters, Ten Blood Letters, Ten Blood Letters, six Storm Fiends of Warfire Projectors and a one hundred and eighty point summoning pool. So, that would probably be, what's that for 180, maybe uh three individual chaos spawns from Kairos when he kills something with his Bolt of Change. Yeah,
1: it could also um, be a Blood Throne in Places of Power, or a Green yeah. Herald for a long-range D6 damage. Unit you know,
2: crushes. Yeah, Unit yeah, of you know, Crushers. Yeah. Yeah, some... In- it's got or some interesting Bellwind, options. Bellwind Vortex for is that, is that, is um it? Yeah, Sal doesn't really benefit from it though. Gives him a twenty inch rather than a ten, doesn't it? Yeah, but Kairos copies the spell, and anyway, he wouldn't he. So he'll do what probably do of what course. I did with him, where you just keep Sal at the back and use Kairos as the as the sort of projection for the spell.
1: Fair enough.
2: Um, yeah, it's it's a very choppy aggressive list. Um, I don't think it's that choppy because the problem with Bloodletters they go in and they do
1: a load of damage and they just die. So he's, yeah, that... he's got like three units that are just going to die really easily, and he, that's so... what I mean. He's got nothing resilient. Yeah. So, and he's only got one banner. So it's like okay, they've got two attacks each. Big whoop.
2: Yeah. Well, see what he does with it. Can cover a lot of space.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I just don't think they're that good.
2: I'd have a field day playing that, bombing that with plague claws. <laughs> Those bloodletters wouldn't last a turn, would they? They wouldn't. I'd kill the unit of 30 if I went first on probably the first turn. Is that even with the minus one? He's
1: got
0: mm, kind of deceiver, in
2: he? Yeah, he does. That'd be fours and threes, but threes and threes, because they'd be a big unit. Maybe get a cheeky bit of Damned. I don't know. If if I got average rolls, you should probably kill the unit. But then it will probably be cheekier and Kairos it to a one, just so it doesn't completely die. And
1: his double turns gone then,
2: so. Then it's gone. Yeah. I. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. It's alright. I just. I, I like your list better. Yeah, I prefer mine with the. I think Kairos has had his day now. He's a bit overpriced for what he does, really. It's like he he's, is. He's alright, but it's like. Mm. If if his spell didn't cost reinforcement points to use, it'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah but the does. fact that you you've got to have the points to use it just it just makes it. You're better off just having a herald with a bolt. You know, it's But Yeah.
1: We'll yeah. see what, what happens.
2: But... I'm sure he'll he'll go through some stuff with that, but it's not got a lot a lot left afterwards. The problem is you go into goblins and the goblins grind you out. I think that's the issue. I'm looking at a lot of the lists and you've got armies with loads
1: of bodies that he'll go in and do a load of like there's thirty bloodlets into forty moon clan grots are just gonna go whatever. You kill a load of us, we kill a load of you bat, they die, I've got another unit of forty stood right here. Yeah. I've got fanatics so I can just chaff you. And there's a lot, a lot of that. Well, mostly that, all the destruction armies have
2: got it. Yeah, going I back do. to what Byron said earlier about what army would you take? I'd love to have taken the Vermin Claw to this. Having those yeah. like two hundred rats on the table would have been <laughs> immense. Just immense. They go, I've got forty goblins. You go, well, I've got forty clam rats that will delete your forty goblins. So <laughs> I win in the trade off. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Because the Clam Rats, you, obviously, you'd buff with all the tasty stuff and just throw them across the table. with so just... hordes, mate. Death, rattle, hordes. Yeah. That's the way to go. It'd be nice to see this game go a bit horde hammer. I, I don't know,
1: because I, I think the problem with big units is they just take a long time to move around. And yeah. if you look at the list, you're already seeing a lot of units on the table. Like, you know, death yeah. aside, you look at all the destruction lists, and one, one's one got, you know, 120 infantry the next one's got what forty fifty sixty eighty um eighty infantry in it, and bear in mind most of that is two wounds. then you've got another list with a hundred infantry, then another and then Luke's got fifty infantry like combat guys with storm fiends and combo pieces, so I think there's plenty of big units in the game. I don't know if there needs to be a push to have more, but you know. Just, just my two cents, really. um Yeah, I, I think this is a very strong taking big units, but I think it's also a bit detrimental to the game because you end up with big units that are just everywhere and are slow to move, and the
2: game slows up, and it's lots of rolling dice and a lot. Yeah, of... maybe we'll see model wound caps come in at some point.
0: It's so, it's a move towards taking things that they don't actively do anything; they just take a long time to die don't they so yeah. rather than a, a proactive assertive mood towards this does this thing in this way it's well this lasts for a long time <laughs> which is a, a like of course there's a lot of place for that in any army and it's a good flexible thing to have but it does slow things down
2: yeah, exactly. yeah. so, um, Rick, so then we've got my list next and then Ricky so oh, off, off the wall here and I mean it's it's Martin Martin is that Ar-
0: Ar- in it? Is it off Martin Martin's wall?
2: <laughs> is that is that Archeon on foot or Archeon on I think that's the just, big one. It's just a big, big one, it's gotta be. So Archeon on the big dragon thingy. Sile the Faithless, so what's that three for three so far on Chaos, aren't we? For Saul. Uh Lord of Corn on Jugger, who has the Crown of Conquest, Lord of Slaanesh on a demonic mount, Chaos Sorcerer Lord on a Steed, a Bloodstoker three Varongard with consorted weapons, three times ten Marauders with axes, and ten Plaguebearers. It's not a lot of bodies in that list. No.
3: no.
2: There's, there's less than 50 models in that list, which is what my old first list suffered from, where there's less than 40 models. Um, Obviously, all of that stuff buffs Archeon, and Archeon just goes round as a one-man wrecking crew. So It's quite a nasty the,
1: wrecking crew, isn't it? Double pie yeah. from the Lord of Samesh, is that right?
2: Yeah. Lord on
1: Juggernaut is the plus, plus one wound. to wound. He's Bloodstoke for plus three on the charge and run. Reroll ones re-roll to once. wound. The Sorcerer yeah. Lord to give him reroll ones on the save and Mystic Shield. And Sal to project him across the table 18 inches.
2: But, does Does Archeon need Sal? I feel like that could have been something else. I would have um I would have
1: put Blood Banners in, I think.
2: Yeah. But I don't know, because Saul you
1: say that but it does make the difference from his normal move of what is it, twelve?
2: Well the thing is when he gets wounded he slows down as well, yeah, doesn't he? So So if if you are given move eighteen from Saul, it doesn't matter if you've got one moon left, you're still flying across the board. Plus he can always
1: do it with the Varan Guard to keep up with Archeon instead. Oh yeah, yeah, you've got to fly so, them Baronguard. Um yeah, it's okay. I I don't think it's going to do that well.
2: I I think there's too many things that we've gone through already that can deal with Archeon quite happily.
1: I've never like, really I, played against Archeon to know how he does hard it, he is.
0: He does attract attention well, doesn't he? That's one of the I, cool I think 6 snakes will do
1: him in one round. I think in scenario play you just kill the rest of the army and then it, and then you just go well I've got the mission so yeah, Arkham can kill as much as he wants. It doesn't make any difference.
2: Yeah, in that list, you just kill the three units of orders and you laugh him. Yeah, and they're not they're not that hard to kill either.
3: No. So,
2: um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how he does with it because you know Archeon can he can you know turn on and go pretty badass. So, be interesting to see what he um what he pulls out with that. It's his first time at the Masters as well, so that's pretty cool. Um. Pano? It's first
0: time submitting a mist on time Yeah, as well. and first yeah. list
2: submission on time. So yeah. Fair play. Shout out for that one. Um so Pano, yeah. Mighty Lord of Corn, obviously, it had to be in there. I don't think he could ever take a list that didn't have that in it. Who has the Chaos Talisman and Dark Avenger? He's what is the Dark general. Avenger? Yeah, well, uh,
1: that's
2: what is that the being? plus one to hit Guess order. All all right. Oh no, hang on. Or, or is it the yeah, no, I think it's that one. It's either plus one on your cha- on your chaos um, basic allegiance one, or it's plus one to hit all order. I think I it's think the order it's one.
1: Plus one on your allegiance, You look. got your
2: yeah. Double check that. Yeah, so two blood secreters and two blood stokers, a skull grinder with the chaos rune blade, two lots of ten blood warriors, which is pretty tasty. Twenty blood reavers, three core grafts, five skull reapers with demon blades, two lots of five Wrathmongers, ten blood reavers. And then the Goreblade Warband. Um what do, the, what do the three Corgras do? Because
0: he was using those well at Bad Dice, wasn't he? But I can't I can't remember I what it was they it. do. I don't,
2: I don't think mean, they no. really do a lot, but because he's got all the banners and everything in there to buff the rest of corn, they go from being like a bit meh to Yeah, they're not bad. Um They're they they're not that special. White.
3: They're reasonable wounds, aren't they, for like was it how I many they got each? Is it eight wounds each? They're not worth it yeah. for the price. Like no. you get more wins buying like Blood
1: Warriors. I don't know. I I don't really. I core graphs just his thing. I don't know if he needs them to unlock the formation. Probably. It might be because of because the formation. Because I think the Goreblade Warband is the start of set one. Yeah. So I think you need it to unlock that Warband. So you. That's why he's got them.
3: What does the formation do? I don't know. <laughs> I've not got that one to hand. I would
1: have to look it up, but. Probably gives them extra attacks to spare about all they do. Um, yeah. I think that might be the one that when a unit dies, all other units get plus one attack in that yeah. phase. If a unit dies in that phase. I think that's well, right. It's starting to, do. to, to do units dying and not caring where the blood flows. <laughs> it's not. I don't yeah. think it's the one where you've got the blood rain if three units are near each other. I think that's a different one, but...
2: It's it's a classic panola list though. It's just loads it's of corn bodies. It's
1: the same as all year, isn't
2: it? I it is the same list used all year, I think.
1: Yeah. So Dark Avenger is plus one to hit against order within ten.
2: Yeah, that's pretty good. So I like it, but there's only a couple of order players, so it's not.
1: So I, I'm surprised he's gone with the talisman and not the demon weapon or the. Chaos Rune Blade on his on his axe, mighty axe. Yeah,
2: surely you go for the Rune Blade to give him an extra chance at Reality Blade in some point. Well, place. it's
1: not; doesn't give you an extra chance, does it? Because it's still only one roll. Well, no, because it
2: gives you more chance of getting it.
1: Yeah, of getting a wound through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's good. It's, I mean, it's solid. It's it's a hard it's a hard army.
0: I he knows like how to play it as call. well, doesn't
1: he? In yeah, Blood Band, are solid. I mean, you get a lot of models, a lot of wounds for your points and. Compliments each other quite nicely yeah
2: so. so next into order we've got uh les martin with silver i mean ben johnson with That <laughs> that is your list isn't it les uh,
3: a little bit different he's um he's got um he hasn't took the free spirit list he's got two units of 10 tree revenants and he's got three uh six hunters with scythes and three hunters with scythes oh
2: so um, he's not gone with the bows
3: so he hasn't gone with the bows, no, but he has gone with quite fighty. Um, he's took uh, a really good um, loadout on his Tree Lord Ancient, which is something that I was looking at doing, um, which is gnarled Warrior, um, which ignores Rend 1. And then he's took the Briar Sheaf. Uh, Briar Sheaf makes the Tree Lord, well, any attack against the Tree Lord Ancient, minus 1, so not just combat. So in close combat, he, if he gets a 4-up, he's going to be minus 2 to hit. With a 3-up, Savory Roland 1s, ignore Rend 1. Um and a spell moving. Oh, yeah, a spell that can essentially it, it Also, you can't retreat from it and you can heal D6 wounds with his spell that he's got. So
2: Oh he's got toilets below.
3: Yeah. So uh, that's a bit of a odd choice. I would have took Rodent Bless.
2: But do you have to pick your spells on your list now then or something? Yeah, if you've got eight extra spells in your law, yeah. Oh, okay, that's interesting.
1: Because that bit of easy that's... it only affects Silver right?
2: Yeah,
3: currently. Currently. Is that on? Uh, is that what Ben asked for for the Masters? Was it what?
1: Well, I I think Ben Johnson probably just put everything in the list to yes, make one hundred percent sure.
3: Yeah, um, he's I think got they do have to
1: with... be in the list. I, I think that's true. I mean, if yeah. anyone knows, it would be him, right?
3: Yeah, he'd think so, wouldn't you? Um, Acorn of Ages on the branch, which standard loading really, so you can get that ex- that wood dame. Um, Durafu with oaken armor, so two up safe if he's within eight inches of the ground. Offenders, we roll ones. Standard, Narroop, so they can put models back in units. Um, and cast and dispel twice, hmm. and you can't retreat from the tree lord ancient, the branch witch, or a unit of tree revs. I don't, I don't really like the two ten tree rev units.
1: I think it just should be four fives or two fives.
3: Yeah, I, I think two fives, and then you save yourself two hundred points on it for another yeah, unit and hunters. and
1: you have another unit of hunters.
3: But I suppose I know he's painting the army. Um, like you know, he, was, he, he only recently started, so it might be what he's got done. But um, I know he does. I'm like sure,
1: he could get painted. Um, three more, three more hunters, like in an evening, because they're not exactly complex, are they? Yeah.
3: Um, but yeah, I, I I think it's quite a good list. I think the six and the three sides is quite handy. Do you, you not think
1: he's
2: going to struggle having no range?
1: I think he he has got range, because don't forget the Spirit of Durfu and the Ancient have got shooting attacks. Yeah. But they're they're only what, 18, 12 no, and 18?
3: 18, 18. 18, 18, and 15. 18. Are they both 18? No, no. the Ancient's 18, Durfu's 15.
2: Yeah, so what about people who've got like Sedge's list? That should be quite... Oh, I don't know, though, because you've got so much good armor saves and re-rolls. I just don't... Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. Sedge
1: really struggles with... because you, you can't hurt the tree... the tree man.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But he's got the Thunder Tusks, though, has not he? So. No, he's that's got a Frost. Oh, no, sorry, it's Darren that's got the Thunder Tusks. Yeah, yeah. you just point
1: both of oh, yeah, that'd be a nightmare for him because he just Edge. go double Thunder Tusks. That guy. Oh, yeah, okay. 12
3: That's what, yeah. wins. This is why you almost need the bows, as much as I'm not in love with I the think bows. You
1: absolutely have to take a unit of bows every time. You... Like, I think, yeah. it's like I said to you, they, they just, you can affect something 35, 40 inches away. Yeah. Uh, you just, that's worth the points. It's just. You have to take it. You have yeah. to take one unit of them. I mean, it, it's I mean, just if, silly not to.
2: If Darren plays this list, surely he just walks the two thunder tusks up the table behind a screen of. Night goblins. You know, a hundred goblins and just blasting stuff off the table. Because the goblins shoot as well, right? Yeah. They've all <laughs> got bows, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. He oh, yeah. might have given spears,
1: actually. He actually hasn't said. It just says 60 Mooncran Grots. Oh. Okay. So I
2: thought um, you meant to
1: put all your options
2: on the list. Don't know. Oh, you gate, gate, illegal, illegal gate. list. Spear gate. Bow gate. I'm going to get out the chat now. Yeah. That's um, still a solid list though, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. you're still, still going to do well of it. and You they're, won. They're, they're so tricksy as well. Yeah, they are, I mean, they are quite difficult to play, I think. Like that, that game we had the other day at Russ's house, me and you, and I was like, right, I'm going to put my army on the 12-inch line, and then you do as much dirty stuff as you can, because I want to see exactly what this list does. And then I just stood there while you explained rule after rule after rule for like 20 minutes and moved your entire army around the board. Yeah. So it's like, I was like, oh, that's cool. At least I know what all this stuff does now.
3: It's good though. So much so that you went and got yourself a nice cheeky silvernet army, right?
2: Bought, bought F army, yeah. Yeah,
3: because <laughs> so, yeah. they're fun. They're, they're, they're very fun to play.
2: Oh, I think they're be great fun to play. Yeah, yeah I, I, when I played you, I thought, oh, this would be a fun
1: army to do, but I just couldn't be bothered to do it, knowing that I've got another project on the go. I was like, well, I'm just gonna wait and do that. So, um, yeah. So the last two yeah. lists
3: doing together What's might as well. so There's no difference. Right.
1: Is there Other any than, difference? There is a slight difference. Mine's the, and Hammers. Martin's got a better option on the prosecutors, I think. Yeah. I still not. It's still not the best list, I think, in my opinion.
3: No. So the, the, the best list was when Ben Curry's submitted to yeah. um, Heat work. Right? Yeah, because yeah,
1: it's the one I told Martin to take and the one that he told Ben about. But... Yeah, so that's the best one. Jack Armstrong, Knight of Zeros. Reckless Relic Blade, Knight of Xeros, Relic Blade, three times five Liberators, two times five Judicators, six prosecutors with hammers, ten paladin retributors, ten protectors, warrior brotherhood. That's basically what um Ben Johnson took, I think, to love and Glory. Martin Morin, Knight of Xeros, same thing. Oh he's got oh he's got Reckless Phoenix Stone, Knight of Xeros, Relic Blade, 5 Liberators, 2x5 Liberators, because they've got one's got war blades. Um two yeah. times five Judicators, six prosecutors with storm called javelins, with tridents, so he basically he's got javelins rather than hammers. Ten yeah. Paladin Retributors, ten protectors, all got four star souls, Nineteen sixty. So I think the best list is double Zeros, the same as what you take, so fifteen liberators, ten judicators, nine prosecutors with javelins, ten protectors, ten protectors. Yeah. I think that's the better
2: list. Because so you say save... you, you do away with the retributors.
1: Yeah, because the protectors yeah. you still get four star souls, but the best thing about them, you can be deep and fight deep. So you can yeah. deliver their damage in a smaller area.
3: And nine javelins prosecutors delete yeah. units at a time. And being able to put nine prosecutors down and
1: go, I'm gonna shoot you with all of these triple trident and all this damage.
3: So good. So
1: much damage. It it just absolutely rinses units. So,
2: Matt, cool. so
3: please, I didn't have to paint that for the,
1: the masters for you. Yeah, that's fine. I was, yeah. I was like, well, wow, To be honest, I, I'll, I'll, I'll just kill myself painting my old Tomb King army. <laughs> so, um, but I've got it all at done least, now. So,
2: at least you've taken it for like fluff narrative reasons. <laughs> well, yeah. that's it. You've know, got <laughs> to
1: represent before, uh, before it goes away forever. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, I like my, um... yeah, so, okay then, that's it. So we've got five Death Armies, three um, Order, and then four Destruction, four Chaos, which is quite a nice split. Pretty decent yeah. split, yeah. Um, Anything, actually I think the lists are more varied than I thought they were going to be.
2: Same. Mm, yeah, the Destruction lists look exactly as I imagine they would do. Stonehorns, Thunder Tusk, Night Goblins. They're all quite different between the four. Kieran's list is Iron Jaws. Oh, sorry, yeah. Kieran's list is
1: completely different. And then Darren and Sedge. Sedge's got Cunning rut. Darren's got almost like a more Beast Claw focus one. But, like, they are different. I mean, they're actually quite different. They've got similar units, but they're the best units, and it's quite a limited selection. So, what else do you take? Yeah, true. It's like you don't have a, a vast. It's not the as if Bone Splitters has got options from, for variety, it? So, is it? Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not really yeah. sure how good the Bone Splitters are outside of the Allegiance.
2: No. But... Well, without that save, they do die very quickly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. it to um good to see who comes out on top. So just go quickly, each of us. One, two, three. What do you reckon? Byron,
0: I have a clue. Come back to me in a sec.
2: Cool. Right, <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you go, Les? I
3: reckon list-wise, yeah, is I think one's a difficult choice, but I, I think it will be. I don't want to put them in order, but I think the All three right, top
2: places, top three, no particular order, no
3: particular order. Yeah, Les, I think
2: just just <laughs> for the top
1: three. Who's the master? Yeah. Two thousand. He's the master. Two thousand sixteen season. Who's the master? Pano.
0: <laughs> Are you picking the person of the list?
1: I'd, I'd oh, love. It. I'd who love do it you to think? Me. Look at the list, look at the environment, looking at who's there. Pick yeah. who you think is going to come out as the master season of 2016. Go. That's what Darren I did. D- okay. Oh, okay, Darren, from Damn, Terry.
2: Oh. Darren, I reckon. Oh, wait. You, Russ? I'll go last.
3: Byron? Or do you want me to go? I'll go. Somebody. Okay. So I'm torn between three people which is um, Jack, the three Tomb King players <laughs> Jack, Jack Sedge and Russ but I think Russ will take the Masters issue
2: Pressure
3: It's your year mate
1: It's not It's not <laughs> I'll tell you right now it's not
2: Byron I think a,
0: a Tomb King list or Taron's Destruction list I think, are a very, very solid and solid in all of the scenarios.
1: Mm. I think... Darren's list is very good. Yeah, I'm going to go a bit left-field and I'm going to give it to my main man, Dan Ford. Yeah?
2: Oh, what a pick. I think
1: so. He, uh, I think it's going to be... I really want. He's come so close, He's so come many so times. close to stuff, and I think he's just gonna tron it. <laughs> he's also
0: he's also been playing Tomb Kings on repeat, hasn't he? Yeah. He's not he's not just whacking out something that he thinks is cutting edge for the like masters. Me. He's been <laughs> <laughs> he's been taking softened versions of this list for months and uh, months and uh, months. I uh, I really, I do think I like his list the most out of the Tomb Kings lists, but I do think with the amount of I would have possibly said him, but I think with the amount of people who can put screens in front of their crap, um, it might suffer a bit more. Though I just love the raw damage potential he's got on the go.
2: Yeah, that's why I think it's got to be Darren Palmer. He's got the the screen and the stuff behind it to do the damage. Yeah, I think so. I I'm, I don't really want Darren to be the
1: master, but
0: no, nah, it's a it's a really boring. Like it's very good, but it's such a boring list, isn't it?
1: Yeah. It's not really my favourite. If you could pick pick one, you don't really want to pick Darren, do you? <laughs> I mean that. It's not. I don't even think it's like his army.
0: No, it's not like he turned up to South Coast with his crazy mortal wound output that he he would out and worked out that he could do on average or on minimum this many wounds a turn, and that's still enough just to kill anything. It's it's Maxim's list with tweaks.
1: Because I think Tony Moore would do really well, but he will just fall down because he doesn't have the. It's not a diverse enough army.
0: Do really well in four of the scenarios, I think, and or against four matchups that aren't his kryptonite.
1: I don't. Then, I don't even think Dan Ford will win actually because he hasn't got any range. It's really hard to call, isn't it? Anyone there? I could win.
0: That's the reason for me saying a two kings list.
1: I reckon I'll win. Um, it's me. Okay, just let's not bother going. Let's just get the trophy sent right. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Beautiful. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I'd turn up and never play a game in the army and be like, Oh I'm here guys with my Tomb Kings. I don't know, and we playing a game on Tuesday. Oh yeah. So I have one game. But I think I'll uh, I'll um regret not having a wizard I think.
2: Yeah. We'll see. Fair enough. Interesting. But I I think on, on list alone. I don't know, Sedge's list is good as well. Well,
3: I said, I reckon you, Sedge, or or Jack, because just how flexible, the brotherhood is.
1: I don't think Jack will win, because he's not really,
2: he's kind of half playing AOS. From my opinion, he kind of just turns up. I think if you're going to pick a Warrior Brotherhood one, it's got to be Martin over Jack, because he's been playing it a lot now, and he's got...
3: He games pretty regularly, doesn't he?
2: I, th- yeah, he, I think he's... as
1: well, Warrior Brotherhood is just going to fall to bits against some of these armies because they just can't kill the bodies. Yeah, you drop down and
2: kill goblins. Woo! <laughs> um,
1: and there's loads of stuff that can interrupt your charges. I mean, like, I, I'm i honestly not bothered about playing Warrior Brotherhood because I just don't think they can do enough damage before my stuff grows back.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Give me Pano. Liam said at the start of the year Pano. Kill
0: okay, him. Um... Uh, where do people predict they're going to come where are you going to come terry
2: top half not That's... top four huh? no i i just there's just to- so many strong lists. it's so draw dependent i think if i play a good game all weekend top half will be alright that that'll be okay I, d- I i can't i don't think i've got any podium in me for this one because the uh, lists are just too good. Yeah, no, I don't um, I don't
1: think yours holds up.
2: It, I just I can't compete with my my list can't take on like if I play any of the tomb king lists I'll just get rolled off the board because they go in and they kill your front wall. If they got double piling, they definitely kill your front wall. You retaliate and kill six snakes at best and then they just throw six more in and just clean up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. If if you kill the 6, the other 6 get you. If you don't kill the six, twelve get you. So, you know, I don't think I'm going to beat the Tomb King players. So that's three matchups I can't win right there. The destruction lists. Kieran's is probably the only one that I could probably fight because he doesn't have insane amounts of chaff. The other guys, my storm fiends won't do any damage because I'll never get to shoot what I want to shoot because it'll be goblins in the way the whole time. We have got two um, fake claws,
1: haven't you?
2: And you've got to see I do, but it's just too many bodies. There's not enough turns in the game to get rid of it all. Um, it depends on the scenario again, as well. Like, you know, in the Tomb King ones and the Hero ones, if I can bunker up on objectives and and pick off like Setra and stuff with the mortal wound shooting, then it's not it's not too bad. But I don't know. We'll see. I, I I'd be happy with top half. I'm, i I've got no no sort of like you know no sort of going into it thinking yeah I'm going to be the master because. I had my opportunity a few years back and I I didn't quite make it and I have to wait for it to come round again and it's not this year. It's not this one.
0: Where are you coming, Rusty Pooh? Second. Coming first. Second. Second. (laughs) Okay. You're going to bridesmaid it. As usual. uh...
1: (laughs) There'll be some bullshit that will stop me winning. It's been two years in a row now. Two years in a row? Yeah, for the end times one there was a soft cap so putting all your men in a tower wins. And then last year, the comp on the Elizabethan was bullshit, so I come second. And this year will be some other thing, like this champion bullshit. Yeah, yeah masters, Russ is going gr- to bullshit. Masters is
0: bullshit. Russ is going to masters a bullshit. And oh, I should have a
2: made second. a plague bearer hero my general. Yeah, you oh. should have. Amazing. Oh, I missed the opportunity.
0: I would be pretty pleased in this field against these players if I got in the top 10. So I'm going to stick for a, a solid generic tournament aim of top 10 finish. We'll see how that goes. Um, there's quite a few people I do want to play though, regardless of the, the shit that they're running. Um, You've not played yet? No. There's a load of people who are going to be in that room who I wanted to play for a while. And I've got the best odds of playing them So it's only a 16 man tournament.
3: So
2: Yeah, I've not played you, Martin... Ben. Um, I think I've played everyone else.
0: you yeah. played too much Warhammer, don't you?
2: I've not played Luke McHugh, actually, so there's four people. Four people I haven't played. I've not played
1: Kieran. And. I played Kieran loads of times! Hano. That's it. Don't think I've played Ben Johnson at Age of Sigma.
0: I've not played at least half of
2: that field, I don't think. I've never played Ben in eighth. We've not played. I've played Ben a lot. Over the years.
3: Um, Just so I can join in, I haven't played Byron. Is that it? uh, I think that's it. (laughs) (laughs) No, Ricky. I haven't played Byron or Ricky. Oh, Byron, Ricky and Jack, sorry. It's any consolation you won't get to
1: play any of them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: horrible pinky
2: man. Sorry, <laughs> couldn't resist. Okay, you have to so... just do better next year, lads. I want him. in I want it. It's my to, man. What this year? I have to care for the second half of the year.
1: I need to see twenty-five percent face hammer
2: at the Masters next year. Yeah, it would
0: have been nice, wouldn't it? Um, so that's that. Masters predictions armies. I'll watching it interest.
2: Controversial pick. Who's for last? (laughs) Who's going to spoon the Masters? Kieran. Kieran. You reckon?
1: No. Ricky. Oh,
2: Ricky, maybe. Maybe Ricky, just because... But he seems to always pull
1: games out of his bum, though, doesn't he? He does. I've got to to be in the running, right? What, for last? I don't know. I think your list is pretty strong.
3: Who do you think's got the weakest list, though?
1: Ooh. I don't understand marks.
3: No, I, I, I'd say Mark's list
1: is probably the weakest. I I, no, I, I think don't Archeon, think appearance is that good, and I don't think the Archeon list is very good.
2: I think I, the Archeon one will just do nothing at this event because you'll, uh, you'll play.
1: Do you know what? Be the best last place finish. Ben Johnson.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what with silver lap? Yeah. Because they're quite a the tricky line. army to use, and he knows what he's doing. He's not a bad player. He can, I don't you can't say he was, was a bad.
1: No one there's a bad player. Hence, being in the Masters. Yeah, that's, that's true. the thing about the Masters. It's like everyone there is a decent player. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. And you get to the point where you're like, okay, so who's going to finish? And it, it, I mean, I remember when Ben Curry come last at the Masters. Um, you know, it's it's has got to be
3: last, right? That was my biggest fear last year, was finishing last at the Masters. It could be me.
2: It ain't going to be you.
3: <laughs> it could be. I could be
1: in a week's time going, oh, oh, this compendium's just rubbish. Mate, if
2: you come last at the Masters with that Tomb King list, no one will ever take you seriously again. <laughs> no, I've, not, I've not played any games. You're playing <clears throat> Tuesday. You can't I? use that. I, I, I could call it off. No, I need the practice.
1: <laughs> I need to just make sure I know what the scrolls do.
2: <laughs> That's the problem. You just need to know how to deploy the list, and then you're good. I
1: don't know. I, last place is a horrible thing to call, isn't it?
3: You don't
2: think, I, I, yeah. You, you really uh, on. on list alone, I think Ricky's list won't be able to do enough to win the games against the hordes of infantry, because Archeon just, just can't get it's through. It's an all. old-fashioned
1: army, isn't it? Yeah. It's, 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 it is outdated.
2: Um... Isn't it only a year old?
1: Yeah, but the game's moved so quickly, isn't it? I mean, it's almost a non-General's Handbook list, isn't it? Yeah. It's almost a South Coast list. Yeah. Because Martin didn't take that under General's Handbook, did he?
2: No, he took it under Clash. So I,
1: I don't think it's a General's Handbook army, so he might have took it to one Bristol event under General's Handbook, maybe. No, because it was no, 'cause I played in the flesh years and I hadn't I didn't have any of the artifacts. So I don't I don't think it's a an up to date army, if that makes sense. But it's
2: Ricky, so You'll pull it out, He's right? just gonna think... win, you'll be fine. Next show be me crying in the corner. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> well I'll have to record that episode from the shower, I can just cry. You'll <laughs> be uh Terry the Spoon
1: Pike for the entire year.
0: On that bombshell.
1: There you go. Oh, well, oh I'm so frightened like... now. Oh, the pressure! The pressure's on. Well, I think that's. Let's well, uh...
2: take my place so you can be last. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be last.
3: You, me. Yeah. Oh, uh, I may. Mean, I've got enough games in. I think I. He'll beat Kieran. Did not ready. Yeah. right. It? Yeah. All right. Beat Sedge. Done that already. Yeah. There you, you go. go. No joking. Okay. I,
1: I don't think Sylvanak could compete in that. No, that's why I didn't want to borrow yours. I didn't yeah. think they'd be able to do it because there's gonna to be too much stuff that can just kill the heroes and delay. Yeah. I just
3: I don't think they could compete. I'd end up taking Brethren not being practiced.
1: Yeah. So, or Skyborne. I still think Skyborne's pretty strong.
2: Yeah, 10 Protective Skyborne's really good, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Alright then, well that's that then. Yeah. Then, Sorry, any shout outs we need to do or go go get our dice and
1: yeah, Dice and Mugs, know where they are. Website, pick through the link, buy stuff, done. Um, next show, we'll probably be talking about what happened at the Masters and probably the Heat, because we've got a, a bit of a. Um,
3: we've got a holiday, a lad's holiday, aren't yeah, we? Yeah,
1: sort of. We're basically going to play Nerd Hammer for a week, aren't we? Yeah. Um, and we've got. Um, we're going on Am Alive, aren't we? So Yeah. yeah we should. Uh, should be quite an interesting interesting couple of weeks. Um so there won't be any show out for probably another three, four weeks until we finish with the masters and that and we've recorded. Um but hopefully uh yeah we'll uh, we'll do quite well, so We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But it should be fun, right? Is it Warhammer World? It'll be a laugh. Yeah.
3: I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it.
1: If not um, I'll just
3: get drunk with Tomlin. Yeah. I don't think I'm gonna get uh, a painting on this time round, but we'll see. What at the heat? Yeah.
1: Mm, do you want to talk about should we talk quickly about our heat list just
2: five minutes oh, I'll before go, we go I'll
0: go first it'll be pretty fast I'm it's taking the same, the same list <laughs>
2: I'll go next I'm taking the same Okay. Uh, we- I'm taking
1: I'm not taking the same I'm taking a blood bound army um, and in my army I've taken uh, saw the Faithless um, so I basically took the, the warlords list I had Dropped out unit, you know, Skull Reapers. Dropped out the Lord of Change. Put in Sal the Faithless. Um, put in thirty Bloodletters. Yeah. Um, so it's essentially the same army, but I've just put a Bloodletter bomb in there. With... Running
0: no summoning pool.
1: Yeah, no summoning pool because I've, no, yep. I've Got no wizards. So apart from Sal, um, and he's going to be casting swoopy swoop. <laughs> um, cool. yeah, that's it basically.
3: So same. And uh, I'm taking the same list as I took to Blood and Glory with the Silver but with uh, nine Silver F Wildwoods. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: so, hero. Are you not England. doing the artifact switch-up that Ben's done?
3: What's that? Where you talking no, about... am no, taking... I'm basically doing Oak and Armour on both Tree Lord Ancient and on the Dirthu. Um, but, yeah, taking all the woods because there's not a lot of terrain on the tables at Warhammer World, is there?
2: Probably not. No.
3: Nope. No, so lots you of woods can, can go down.
2: all the sodding woods you like on there. <laughs> there you go beautiful so yes.
1: alright that was quick so we'll um, back in a few weeks and we'll tell you about how we got on at the Heat and also at the Masters so oop. thanks for listening
2: oop, oop. and oh, if any I of have... us
0: lose our games fast we'll take pictures of games at the Masters because I think that's going to be a thing with some of the matchups
2: games.
1: yeah alright cool pleasure to, cool. Cheers. to make sure you don't miss out on any more hammer to your face subscribe to us on iTunes add our RSS feed to your reader and follow us on Twitter at FaceHammer underscore. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to give us some feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.